Hey, good afternoon, good morning, whenever you're listening. Today, I'm going to be talking to you about the importance of getting on top of your numbers, knowing your figures so that you can have much more ease and joy and focus and purpose in your life and in your business. And this starts really with periodically, and for me, I do this probably every three to six months, I go through absolutely everything that is going in and out of the business bank accounts and really looking at it. Do we do we need to be spending that? Do we need that subscription? And I feel that in, in this day and age where it's so easy to subscribe to something new, it's literally just at the touch of a button on your phone. And as a business owner, there's always so many things that uh, you can feel like you need actually looking at those figures and thinking about what's the truth about that? How much am I using it? Is it really adding value? Is it really saving me time? Or has it been something that I've signed up to and I'm not actually utilising in the way that I should be or could be? And then it's maybe looking at, are there ways to reduce those costs? It's so easy running your own business for costs to creep up. So do you know your numbers? Do you know what's coming in? What you're actually, um, what, when that's coming in? We'll talk about that in a moment. But what's going out? When did you last go through your expenses with a fine tooth comb? And think about what you really need to be spending in your business. Then you look at what is actually coming into the business? Have you got a spreadsheet? Have you got a breakdown of exactly when payment plans for if people are paying you for coaching or if they're paying you for a mastermind or group containers? When do those payments finish? Or And, you know, this works even if it's a service-based business. When do those payments finish? And I'm just looking at when are the the peaks in your business and when are the months where you're going to have a bit of a cash flow crunch um even if business is doing relatively well this can happen to the best of us are you putting enough aside for tax are you putting enough aside for VAT are you paying yourself enough it's really easy as a person running your own business to find that you're paying your team more than than you are paying yourself despite the fact you're working many more hours or have many more strategic decisions to make. So look at that too, which then brings me on to team. Are your team actually doing their jobs to the best of their value? Um, Are there things that they're doing that they're not very good at because it's out of their experience or out of their interest? They don't like those areas of the job. And are there tasks you could take away from them so that they can focus on their zone of genius? Um, Because when you're in your zone of genius, when we're all in our zones of genius, we tend to work much better and more joyfully and quicker. So yes, where can you save? Where can you make these cuts in your business? And then with that surplus money, what are you going to do with it? Where are you going to save it? Where is it going to be allocated in your business? How are you going to do that? And for me, I use, I have accounts across Starling and Tide, and both of which allow you to have pots or sub accounts where you can sort of divvy up um, a bit like the old envelope system that our grannies would have used, where you can divvy up 
a portion and a portion um payments to various um requirements so for example if you were saving up for some new pr or a new funnel or something like that that was going to be a big investment then you may well want to save for that because you know that's going to be really important in your business you can also then have a pot for your vat so you know you've got that covered you can have a pot for your corporation tax you know you've got that covered and it just gives a little bit of peace of mind and you can kind of see See, see your figures a little bit, bit better every time you go in to look at your business bank account. And then thinking about what are you planning to invest in? And I mean this in terms of financial investments. It might be other companies you want to invest in or technology or something like that. And thinking about growth from that perspective. But also about what the direction your business is going in. What's your long-term plan for it? Where do you really hope to be in three years' time? And how can you, how can you begin to create a pot or a, a spending, a spending pot, um, a spending lump, lump sum that is going to go towards, let's say, a big event that you want to host or a mastermind that you want to join. What, where are you going to apportion those things in your business? Then I think the other crucial thing is to do this exercise, but for your personal finances. And starting from that place of what's really the priority for me and for my family? What really do we want? What matters? Now, we've just gone through this partly because our eldest has now started university and so instead of it being that thing that's going to happen at some time in the future we're now having to really work out how much this is going to cost her and us every month and what and and you know even putting aside when she wants to come home how much is that going to cost to get back and and things like that and how can we make sure that there's an emergency fund for her uh and and that for us is hugely, hugely important. And we know, because we've got three teenagers, that we're going to be supporting them to some degree over the next however many years. And if they all continue in further education, then that can become very, very costly for us. But that is that is a huge motivation. So sitting down and working out, well, if that's the most important thing for us to get through that period with ease and stress-free, um, so we can feel really good about being able to support them easily and well then it's a question of breaking down well year by year who will need what in theory if in the most expensive case scenario depending on what courses they do and where how can we how can we work out at what points those um those numbers are going to be needed and what needs to happen in terms of business growth and our personal saving and spending habits in order to accommodate that now that for me, doing that exercise now that my first has gone away has really opened my eyes to actually where my priorities lie. And I think it's really easy as an entrepreneur and a coach in the online space to get caught up in going after the big launches but then you've got so many costs and thinking that it's great if you've got a certain amount of however many thousand per month. But actually, when you look at your team costs and your software costs and other costs that creep in, you're almost spending as much. And so actually what ends up in your pocket as the business owner is not as much. It doesn't look half as flashy as what uh, people would imagine 
if you are one of those entrepreneurs who shares on their socials what they've made you've always got to look at what's what is the most important thing and for me it's about how can I get the money into the into our family and of course there's different tax implications with that as well and not just for now but for the future too so what are your priorities in your family life, in, in your everyday life? What is it? Is it really important to you to have holidays of a certain kind? Is it really important for you to have cars of a certain type? Uh, for me, I'm I'm not big on the kind of um, uh, the flash, flashy badges of success, if you like. I'm pretty basic, but... Um, I know that for me, it's about the experiences that we can have together as a family, that I can have, that my husband can have, and that we can help our children with their education and their sort of first rung on the ladder, potentially, for properties down the line. So, with that in mind, I really advise you to look first at what really matters. What are my dreams for my financial life? And... Often there's a price to pay for that. So it might be that you give up the little things like having a little coffee out every morning or just being more mindful when you decide that what you're going to buy in the business or spend on the business. Do you need that new subscription to that new thing that everyone's talking about? And if you don't need it, maybe you could allocate that money elsewhere away for you towards something that's going to be a great investment for your business and for your future, for your children, your family, whatever else. So I just thought I'd share that with you because that's something I've spent a lot of time looking at over the last week or so. And it always comes back to me for what's that tiny habit? What is the one slight edge? I've mentioned that book a few times on this show recently. What is the thing that's easy to do that it's so easy not to do, but that would make a fundamental difference. And that might well just be keeping on top of your numbers in your business so that you're focusing on profit growth, not just revenue growth, because they are vitally different. Another thing I've really been enjoying this week is I've been focusing a lot on getting over on LinkedIn, getting myself um, really up to speed with it again. I guess I'd left it dormant for a while when I knew in my heart that I didn't want to focus on um, the, just the podcasting. And I've got a big following over there, actually. And I, I've now just changed everything, changed all the wording, all the keywords, so that it's much more SEO friendly. And I re-bought a copy of um, my friend Sam Rathling has a book called Linked Inbound that's very good. And she had got a second edition. So I wanted to uh, read up and learn what has shifted behind the scenes with LinkedIn. Um, so that's a really good book if you're into any of your LinkedIn stuff. The other person that I'd recommend for following if you are determined to get going properly on LinkedIn is Helen Pritchard, who is now, she's now married. So her name's Helen Tudor. And she again specialises in LinkedIn. They have slightly different strategies, these two ladies, but um, I think but that what meets in the middle is how you can really use this to grow connection and growth. And for me, just with, I think I've had now almost two weeks of being really focusing on it, just 20 minutes a day, but 
deciding that's where I'm going to spend a lot of time, partly because I want influential breathwork to not just be a personal brand all about me. And because of the kinds of people that I want to reach more and more. Um, And because I suppose there's part of me that if I'm honest, I'm really tired of Instagram and how hard it can be to get so many connections. I've started new accounts several times over the last couple of years um, or changed names of accounts and then sort of lost part of an audience. And I really if I'm honest, don't have a huge interest in constantly having to get new video footage and content and reels. I'm just not in that headspace right now. doesn't mean I won't be in the future. But for me, yeah, I'm not sure that's where I want to spend my time at the moment. And I feel like Facebook is starting to really change. It's probably always going to feel like my home on social media for myself and my personal brand. Uh, But I can see that it's not quite working for business in the way that it used to. And I think there's quite a lot of negativity around Facebook too. And I see lots of people who were really present not being there anymore. So LinkedIn seems like the obvious choice. So if you are on LinkedIn, come and find me. Obviously, it's at Anna Parker Naples. And if you're not on LinkedIn, but you know you need to get started come and follow me anyway and watch what I'm doing because you might pick up a few tricks from that. Other things that have been going on, I have mapped out a new VIP retreat day in my granny's house in Oxfordshire in January. It's going to be on January the 19th. We only have, I think, three spaces left for that because um, others have gone as bonuses. If you would like to come on that, then reach out and just just put the word VIP and I'll know in your DM or your email to me that that's what you're after and I can send you details. The other thing I wanted to let you know about is I am testing a very special new one-to-one package and I'm going to be having for the next seven days just three places left, just three places to work with me while I work out the bumps and smoothness of this package is to work with me for three months. So you would have a call every fortnight. You'd have some Voxer support too. We would be working on your life and your business with all of the modalities that I've got to hand with breath, also giving you the power to overcome the stuckness, overcome your confidence, overcome that feeling that you're lost or you don't know your next direction or you do know it's going to be something else, but what? Anyone, any entrepreneur who's feeling in that space that they've lost their way a little bit and need literally a breath of fresh air, I'm putting out a very special offer that's going to be just £1,800 for three months to work with me. And you can pay that in instalments of 600 as well. So if you are interested in one of those three spaces to have very close support from me for three months, then again, get in touch and just put one to one package, please. And I will know to give you those details. Now, to put that in context, I've had previous one to one offers that have started at seven and a half thousand and gone up to ten thousand. But because I want to weave the breath into a very special new offer, then I really want some test cases and case studies uh, for that, which is why this is only available for now. And there's only three spaces. So if you are feeling a bit lost and you don't want to go into the Christmas period waiting till the new year because you know something's got to change now, you're overwhelmed, you're unhappy, you're feeling stuck, you're frustrated, 
um, perhaps like me, you have a business where the money's coming in, but your heart's not in it. Maybe you've been through some huge family challenges or life challenges and you need someone to hold your hand through those periods, then I am the girl for you because I have been there and come out the other side eventually smiling. I've got back just this afternoon from a lovely weekend in London. I was um, it was a sort of early birthday present-ish for Catherine Morgan and I, my friend. We, um, we have our birthdays really close together, but she's not often in the UK. So we decided we would book into a very nice hotel. We went and saw Jitsaw Jersey Boys. Uh, we mooched around some parts of London that I used to live in. And oh my goodness, it was so nice to think about me half my lifetime ago and what I thought my life would look like. And I guess actually part of me really thinking how lonely I was at the time. I I really, I knew that long term I'd want a family. I didn't have a boyfriend. And just thinking about, it literally is half my lifetime ago, how much has changed, but I still feel like the same me. Um... And what I, what I guess I really wish I could say to my younger self, that it's all going to be okay. It is all going to be okay. There's going to be some bumpy bits. There's going to be some things you don't expect. Um, you're not going to end up going down the acting route as you imagine, but it's going to be a springboard for you really embracing entrepreneurialism and the, the I can make it happen attitude is is so much a part of your life and how you're going to how I'm going to help other people with that because I guess in those days but living in the east end of London that's when I first came across the artist's way by Julia Cameron that really got me thinking about about personal development and it's been such a core part of my adult life and then the final thing which I'm, I'll probably tell you a bit more about next week is I am almost completed my second um, cold water immersion instructor course. I always like to learn from two, three, sometimes even four different people or courses or schools. And then I take what uh, what I, I really feel about it and then merge it with other things that I know. So my husband and I um, are going to be this afternoon setting up my new cold water immersion tank, which, if you are interested, is actually a Lumi therapy pool. Um, it's a portable one that just sits in the garden with a little lid on it. We're going to be diving into that for the first time, not head first. My husband's not done it before. He's a little bit scared. He's hoping that I'm going to be gentle with him. But I'll be t- telling you a bit more about that and um, how that's gone for me doing it. I've done it quite a few times now. I've been cold showering every morning for months. But I'm I'm really ready now to take things as a, a big step for, further forward, not just doing it at events or whatever, but making it a daily part of my routine and then bringing it in with the breath work and, um, and having this on the top as well. So watch this space if you're really curious about the cold water stuff and actually are curious about teaching other people because we are going to make that part of the Influential Breathwork Academy as well. Okay, lots of waffle from me today. I hope you found it useful regarding your finances. Go and do that stuff. But really the key point behind it for me is is not about the panic or the guilt or the shame around the money. Just what am I building in my future? What brings me joy? What am I moving towards? And when you know those things, it's much easier to get a handle on the figures and the numbers anyway. 
So question, what brings you joy? What really matters? And where do you really want to be apportioning your spends? Take care. Much love. Thanks for listening again to Positively Influential. And if you're interested in my retreat day or my one-to-one package, then let me know. And I'll be in the chat with you on DMs very soon.